Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome in, everyone, to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. We are at episode number 49. It's great to be back with you this week. Hope everyone's done well and had a good week. It's uh, middle of May. Here we are. We are right on the precipice of the middle of the month and getting ready to, uh, wow, we'll be in June before we know it. So another reason to be intentional about your day. Right? Be intentional about what you're doing. Be intentional about your life. Be intentional about who you are and about where you are going. Because as you all know, the days keep ticking. Right, The clock keeps going. The months keep piling up. And uh, as I was working on my doctorate, one of my professors said, you might as well make something good of this work because time just keeps going. And I thought that's pretty profound. Most of us don't think that way. And yet time just goes by and we look back and then five years of our lives are, are gone. And so for you and this audience, I know that um, you all are all about uh, trying to get better, uh, trying to improve, um, trying to learn why you do what you do and in the ways that you do them. And I think that's uh, that's all part of growth and all part of uh, becoming that version of yourself that you maybe that you've always wanted to become, but you've just never known how. And that's what that's what this is all about. And speaking of that, today we are going to talk about creating a drama-free life. Now, some of you just signed up because of the title, right? I mean, there's just drama all around you. There's drama with your spouse, there's drama with your kids, there's drama at work, there's drama in your head, right? There's drama around your weight, there's drama around the food you eat, there's drama around you not exercising or exercising. It's like you've got all of this drama everywhere. And then for some of you, some areas are pretty good. You know, the job might be pretty good, but there's drama at home. For others, there's drama at home. There's drama with the kids, but there's no drama with your friends. For some of you, maybe there's drama with your friends. You get the idea, right? All of us fight dealing with drama. It's it's kind of a a natural thing that we do. And, And some people, because they've not learned how to manage their brain, they've not learned how to manage what they're thinking, they've not learned how to manage what their feelings are doing to them and what their emotions are doing to them. And so they allow their lives to run day after day after day with a lot of drama. And for you that may not have too much drama going on right now, you can certainly name someone that does, right? 
your sister, your brother, your spouse. You can name someone else that has drama, your mom, your dad, right, for some of you. And so so this week, I just want us to, to take some stock and think about, all right, if we really want to get intentional and we want to get intentional and we feel like and we know, right, we know that, that we can create Really, we can create our reality. We can create what happens next. We can create how we look at life. We can create how we look at life with our thoughts. We can create how we look at life with with our emotions, with um, with our attitude, right? How we how we want to approach different things. We start to understand and start to realize that a lot of this time, or a lot of the times, the drama that we are creating is just that we are simply creating it. And sometimes we feed into it. Sometimes we're aware and astute enough to back away and just be able to look at it. But oftentimes we just get sucked in and we just get caught up in in the drama of the world. And we think, well, this must be normal, right? It's just part of my life. It's just the way things are. It's the way things always been. It's the way my family's been, right? We, we, we are really quick to defer, we're really quick to deflect, we're really quick to throw blame somewhere else, even if the blame comes back at us. I mean, sometimes that can be the the worst, right, is, is you're your worst critic of yourself, and you say, yeah, I know, I'm just full of drama. Well, that's not doing anybody any good, and especially, especially you. So how do you start to create a drama-free life? What does that even look like? Well, I'm going to give you four examples today of things that you can do and you can start doing right now to start eliminating drama from your life. The very first thing is to stay in your own power. Stop giving your power away to others. Stop allowing others to dictate how you behave. You are not responsible for another person's emotions. When you start trying to be responsible for their emotions, you start giving your power away because you start trying to fix things, right? You start trying to fix them. And then all of a sudden, when you think, yeah, you're the one in control, you've completely lost it. Because why? Because you've lost control of yourself. Anytime you lose control of yourself, you've lost control of your power. You have given your power away to someone or something else. Sometimes when we, you know, we buffer or we procrastinate, whether it's on the phone, whether it goes to you know drugs, whether it goes to drinking, whether it goes to porn, whether it goes to food, whether it goes to gluttony, you know, you name it. You start just ruminating on something else, and you're still giving your power away. You give your power to that thing. It doesn't always have to be a person. So when you can stay in your own power, when you can retain that for yourself, regardless of what the other person is doing, then all of a sudden you start to eliminate the drama for you in that relationship. Now they may still be going crazy. They may still be saying things that you're like, I cannot believe this person is acting this way, but you're not feeding into it. Because you're able to stay on the outside and you're able to stay in your own present, right? You're able to stay in your own present. You're able to be a little curious instead of just jumping right in. And you can go, oh, I wonder why they're acting like that. I wonder why he or she would behave that way. Why would they say that to me? Well, that's so interesting why they would say that to me. 
instead of reacting, instead of going right back at the person, you stay curious. You stay in your own power. It's amazing how that drops the drama in your life, how it drops the drama in that relationship. So stay in your own power. Number two, get rid of expectations of others. Just get rid of them. Just get rid of expectations of others. Now, I'm not talking about your kids when they're young and you have, I'm talking about when you have undue expectations on someone else. And that looks something like this. You expect your spouse to act, behave, say, talk, be in a certain way. When you do that, right, you feed into the drama. Because as I said earlier, now you're trying to control that person and that person's emotions. You are trying to physically or mentally influence how that other person behaves. Because you expect them to act, be, do a certain way. And when you expect that, and when you don't get it in return, you feel like you're hurt, or you feel like you're disappointed, or you feel like you're angry. You feel like they've let you down. It is not your responsibility for someone else's emotions. It's just not. And so when you can really grasp this, and you really start to say, wait a minute, why am I reacting this way to the person on the other side of me? What are my unmet expectations that I have of them? And why am I the one that's reacting in this manner? Right? That's where you go back and you, you dig deep and you say, okay, how am I feeling in this moment? Why am I feeling so much angst and anger at this person because of their behavior? Because of what they said? Because of even what they've done? You get to choose how you want to act, how you want to respond to the other person because that's how you want to react and respond, not because of unmet expectations. So when you can literally just say in a, in a you know, let's, let's just pretend for a minute that someone comes up to you and let's just say whatever relationship it is. It doesn't matter if it's a romantic relationship, if it's a friend relationship, it could be a parent relationship. You know, for some of you, you're still trying to please your parents. So it could be a parent relationship. It, it doesn't matter what the relationship is. But let's say someone comes up to you and they say, hey, can you, can you just write down all of the things that you expect from this other person? When that list is zero, that's when you know you've dropped your expectations. That's when you really dropped your expectations. Now, you say, well, I don't want them to just run all over me. And I, no, no, no. You get to choose, right? And you can ask them for things. You can say, you know, when, when we get together, it would really be nice if you would meet me on time. If you would not talk to me in that manner. If you would X, Y, Z. It doesn't matter, right? You can, you can request anything. Here's the deal. If they don't give that to you in return... Then you have to choose. Do I want to continue on with this relationship? Is this a good relationship for me or is it not? Is this the person that I want on the other side of me for the rest of my life? And if it happens to be a, uh, you know, a, a parent or even a spouse, you've got to make a decision. Are there boundaries I need to set because of this relationship? Because these are things that aren't good for me and these are things that create drama in my life. But the drama is being created because of the unmet 
expectations that you have on the other person. Don't don't miss this. Don't get this wrong. It's not because of how the other person's behaving. It's because of how you are interpreting how the other person is behaving. If you have 10 people in a room and they all look at this person and and you think they're being mean to you, all 10 of them are going to have different opinions because they've all got other instances in their lives that they're bringing, right? One of them may be dealing with, with serious abuse or physical abuse or mental abuse or you don't know what's in the background. And they're like, no, they're not being mean to you at all. They're being, matter of fact, they're being kind of kind to you, right? It's all about your interpretation of how they're behaving and what your expectations are or are not. That is huge. And it's huge for some of you listening out there because some of you are so caught up in drama because of someone else's expectations that if you'll start to notice that and you'll start to write down, if you'll just be honest with yourself and say, okay, here's all my expectations that I have of this person. And you actually start to write down and say, you know, these are, these are really my expectations and these are where they're being met or not being met. Then all of a sudden you can start making some progress because you start to recognize and you start to notice this is what I'm doing, not only to the other person in the relationship, but big time, this is what I'm doing to me. So stay in your power. Drop expectations of others. Number three, big for a lot of you, stop people pleasing. Stop doing things in your life that you are trying to please someone else for. I want you to start people pleasing yourself. Put your name in there. I want to, Darren, please. That's what I want to do. I want to please me. I want you to please you. I want you to stop trying to please everyone around you and get in this rat race of where you're trying to make everyone else feel good and you're trying to fill everyone else's bucket and you're trying to make sure everyone else is in great shape. I want you to stop and start noticing that you want to please yourself. It is okay for some of you to just say no. No, I'm not available. No, I can't do that. No, that's not for me. You choose what you want to do because of you. For some of you, you are so service-oriented, and there's nothing wrong with being service-oriented. I love being service I love giving. But I want you to take care of you first. Because if you don't take care of you, there's not going to be anybody around to take care of you. Because you're not going to be here. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. So stop people-pleasing. Notice in your life the areas where you just exist to please others. Who do you just drop everything for at the drop of a hat, regardless of what you're doing, to go, quote-unquote, take care of? I'm not talking about an emergency situation, that kind of thing. I'm just talking about a normal day. That friend of yours that you know, when they text or they call, and you're right in the middle of something that's really important to you, you're like, oh, well, I better go and take care of him. Better go talk to her because if I don't, I know what's coming later, right? Drama. That's drama. Start setting some boundaries. Stop people pleasing. Send the text back. Hey, I'll be I'll be with you. Is everything okay? Yeah, it's just, you know, okay, everything's fine. It's not an emergency. I will be with you in an hour. For some of you, that feels like an eternity. You're like, I can't wait an hour. I've got to take care of it. No, you don't. No, you don't. Stop people pleasing. Start you pleasing. Start you pleasing. We've been sold a bill of goods for a long time, I think, because it's it's 
been about taking care of everyone else. And really, you should take care of yourself. I did a podcast on it's time to be selfish. I think that's true for a lot of you. You've got to be selfish. You've got to take care of yourself. Look at the mental state of the world right now. It's because people aren't taking care of themselves. And a lot of times it's because they're worried about everybody else. Stop worrying about everybody else. Worry about you. Worry about you. Take care of yourself first. It's kind of like on an airplane, right? You're on an airplane and, and they go through all of the safety checks that most of us don't listen to, but we probably should because we've got our headphones in and we're listening to a great podcast, right? But the, the thing comes down out of the, the oxygen mask comes down out of the, the top, right? And what do they tell you? Put it on you first. Why? Because if you put it on someone else first, you might not be around. You secure yourself first, then you can breathe, then you can look around, then you can help others. Exact same thing, right? Put the mask on you first. Take care of yourself first. Make sure you're in a great, healthy space, and then go take care of someone else. There are plenty of people out there to help. Plenty of people out there. Plenty of organizations, plenty of things you can give your money to, plenty of things you can give your time to. Plenty of people you can just go be with. But stop people pleasing them and take care of yourself first. So stay in your power. Drop expectations of others. Quit people pleasing. And the last for this week, have a deep belief in yourself. Have a deep belief in yourself. You be more confident in yourself than anybody else in the room. I love thinking of it that way. Before you walk in a room, when we can walk in rooms or hopefully around the, the world you're able to start walking in rooms again with or without a mask on, but when you can walk in a room and you tell yourself before you go in there, you take a deep breath, or for some of you it's before you get on a Zoom call. I mean, some of you are scared to death before you get on a Zoom call. You just breathe and you say, you know what? I am the most confident person in me in the room. I have got my back. I have got my back above anybody else because I know that the worst thing that can happen is a feeling, right? The worst thing that can happen when you go into this meeting, it's a feeling. And you allow someone to make you feel whatever, right? Make you feel shame, make you feel not worthy, make you feel unconfident, make you feel anxiety, make you feel you you throw in the negative emotion. But you can tell yourself, hey, I am confident in me. I'm confident in my ability. I'm, I'm so confident that if I fail, that I can admit that, hey, I just failed in this particular task or this particular week or in this particular project, but that doesn't mean I'm a failure. That just means I failed at this project. And now I'm going to, to learn. I'm going to see what I did that, that was not right or that was not great. I'm going to see what I did do that was pretty good because... The whole project wasn't a failure. There were some things that I can take and learn from that. And then I'm going to do it better the next time. You go present. You speak out loud or you're, you're on a Zoom call and you just botch it. You just don't do a very good job of it. You know what? You regroup. You say, you know what? That's okay. I'm glad I put myself out there. I'm glad they called on me. I'm glad I got to present today, even though it didn't go as well as I wanted it to go. Because I know that I can, I can get it. I can do better the next time. Right? I can do better the next time. I can lift myself back up, and I know that I can be confident in me even when no one else can. And when someone starts asking you questions that you don't know, don't be afraid to just admit it. You know what? I don't know that answer, but I'll find out. 
I'll get back to you. That's a great question. Let me get back to you on that. Right? You don't have to make something up. You don't have to get all worked up. You just say, I don't know. But I'll find out. And it just lowers the drama. It just lowers the drama. Because you're not worried about all this other stuff. You're just worried about being you. You're just worried about being you. That's it. You're being as confident as you can in yourself. You're going to show up as authentically as you can. And you're going to go, you're going to go win the room. Because... You have your own back because you know, you know deep down that you're worthy, that you're worth it, and that you're put here on a pur- on purpose and for a purpose. And for some of you, so for some of us, right, we're still figuring that out. What is that purpose? You may not know today. You may not know tomorrow, but you're, you're moving towards something. But you can know that you can be 100% confident in yourself. And once again, it starts to diminish all of that drama that's going on. So how do you create a drama-free life? Stay in your own power. Drop your expectations of others. Quit people-pleasing. And have a deep belief in yourself. This week, go out there and start to create a drama-free life where you see drama welling up around you, start to say, oh, wait a minute, that's just drama. I don't have to feed into that. I don't have to feed into that because I can stay in my own confident person. I can retain my power and I can approach this in a way that's healthy for me and healthy for the person on the other side of me. Hope you have a great week. Hope you reach out to me this week if you need me, Wilson at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let's get working together. We coach hard. We have a lot of fun, but we also see a lot of growth and we see a lot less drama in your life when we coach together. You guys have a, have a wonderful week. I'll see you next time. Take care. Who is your life coach? If you don't have a life coach that you're working with each week that's challenging you, that's pushing you to be the best version of yourself, I would be honored to become your life coach. Reach out to me for a simple and easy consult at www.drdarrenwilson.com. Reach out this week, let's connect, and let's grow together. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.